Welcome to today's Kingdom Company podcast. I am Matt. And I am Claire. And today we're going to be talking about how to find a great church, what a great church looks like, and why gathering still matters. Um, church is great. Church is great. Church is great. Yeah. Why is it great, Claire? Just like when you're in a room of people who are of like mind, on the same purpose, who mm. are, you know, love Jesus like you love Jesus, or at least exploring that. Mm. In corporate, like, sung worship, mm. the vibe, mm. the, like, feeling, the connectedness, like, just part of a tribe, it's priceless. It is very precious, isn't it? It's a really sacred moment. It is. You're absolutely right. And um, so, today, that's what we're going to be talking about, how to find a great church, and why gathering in churches still matters, even post-pandemic. Right. Even post-lockdown. We know that there's a bit of fear of like regathering and doing all that kind mm -hmm. of good stuff but do you know what like it's still it's still a thing it's still important it's, it's it'll never not be important not for the church important. to gather so let's talk about how you find a great church because we've had um a few interactions with people over direct message and yeah. in the comments like ah, i'm not sure i want to go back to my old church right. or i'm not sure if i even want to go to church anymore right you know and i get it i get it too I get it. There's lots of places I don't want to go back to because of the way that we remember we went out for that meal years ago at a, at a pub and they they were just treated us so like remember. poorly. We we'd been in and we were literally about five minutes after the time for food closing, which was fine because we didn't you know that's our problem. But then they proceeded just to make loads of like little microaggressive oh, decisions. Yeah, ah, to like go. Guy. Yeah, like oh, that was uh, hilarious. And you were like, why? Do you even want my custom? <laughs> that was and funny. Then, then we went and met some friends halfway. We've done that like halfway I, I between here and Manchester. Oh, like, oh, right, no. I was thinking that's another one. Was, so we're there, and he's like, we, we the, on the on the website he said they were open till ten, but he obviously wanted like, to go home early. Anyway, we were like, we went, we want, we wanted to meet some friends halfway. It was like it was a perfect halfway point for us. Really yeah. lived over the over the motorway and we will live this the other half of the motorway yeah we did so we turn up and we hang out I immediately we knew we were an inconvenience we were the vibes. only people mm -hmm. in the place and uh, when we were in the place and then then we ordered teas coffees i think a couple of beers it wasn't like a mega of course it wasn't like a mega amount of things that we ordered crisps lots of crisps <laughs> Anyway, sat at the bar, the owner gave us, just kept looking over as if to say, like, leave, go. And you could get that, you, do you know what I mean? You were getting, you were just an inconvenience yeah, to him. When I see that vibe, right. it's Im immediately a competition to me. <laughs> it's like I was like sweating. Great, a grumpy bloke. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's, I was trying to go over and have some chat to him about where yeah. the toilets are. I'm immediately, I immediately am trying to win him over with good vibrations yeah. and pleasantries and stuff. I just think it turns into a competition. So I try and overwhelm the atmosphere, but obviously that's not what... Anyway, what, what we were talking about churches. So no, I'm just saying like you... you I know why you don't go back to places sometimes because uh, if you're treated like... If you yeah. don't, you're not made to feel yeah. welcome. Although I don't think you can feel welcome at every single church because I don't think it fits you, your wow. culture, your vibe, your value. I think you should be welcomed at every you church. You should be welcomed at every church, but, but not I'm not necessarily, you, you might not necessarily feel like, right, I can worship here every week. Mm. I can give my time, my money, I can mm. grow my kids here. I think it's really important to take the time to date a church. What, what on earth do you mean by dating a church? 
Well, don't like just jump into like an all-consuming relationship with a brand new group of people until you figure out, um, have we got similar values? Mm. Have we got a similar ministry of philosophy philosophy of ministry? Um, Is it somewhere I could go every week, once Mm. a week, at least bare minimum? Mm. Because you're probably going to want to do more. You might want to join a team and volunteer and give money to it, put your kids in it. You might be meeting these people over and over again Mm. over time. When you do engage in a church community, it asks something of you. And so, like, I think, you know, it's going to be something really valuable to consider that ask questions go have a look at the website do more than that actually observe it look at the way people behave what kind of people what kind of language do people use what yeah. kind of people are they do a bit of snooping if you have to well, you know? I, I like meeting people who are not in responsibility at all yeah and just hanging out with them a bit and just having chats and what are the kinds of people who go to this church yeah and um what don't the, want to be like them yeah yeah no, 100%, because yeah. uh, in that church called Tove Book, it's a brilliant book, Scott mm-hmm. McKnight and um, Laura, somebody else whose name escapes me, I'm sorry about that. She and he talk about um, cult- the culture of church. You end up becoming part of the culture of the church and the church becomes part of who you are. Um, I've got the quote here somewhere. Talk amongst yourselves. Church called Tove, Laura. Don't come up that straight away. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Laura Barringer. Laura, Laura Barringer, great mm. book. Farming a goodness culture. Farming a goodness culture, mm. great, great book on um, how to you know find decent and yeah. some cultural markers that you're looking for. Yeah, some things that you might want to be um, thinking about before you go there, and to be like not to be overly consumerist about that. No, it's no not about. But I think that's the point. It's not about consumerism. It's about relationship. Yeah. Can I? Can I grow old here? Could I befriend these people? Could I contribute something here? Yep. Could I learn? Could I listen? Can yep. I sit with this for a long time? Or even understanding that, you know what, I, I can't do that here. This is a maybe a stopgap community. Right. There's some goodness here. There's some things that I might like, but I'm not I'm not sure if I could be there for the rest of my life. I'm just going to date this church. I'm just going to find out about these people. I'm just going to see what it's like. Mm. And I remember when we, we've moved churches, I think we've, you know, not through being like, um, uncommitted or anything we do we just we really believe in the in we believe in church we believe in it's god's plan yeah. for populating the earth with mm. followers of jesus it's a great thing but um we have learned a lot over the years on just take your time take pace your time. yourself mm. look around have words have chats do you get invited is it friendly do you believe in the vision do you believe in the values are the values what's actually going on mm. Can you meet people or do people disappear right. to green rooms and to spaces that, you know, maybe maybe that's not your vibe or maybe you just like, you know, you, you want to sneak in and sneak out and you're allowed to sneak in and sneak out. Yeah, yeah. I, if, if it was me right now, I'd be looking for a church that was not too fussy and not too like right. in my face and over the top love bombing, I think you call it. Yeah. Too much like love bombing. Love Throw, bomb. throwing, love bombing. Throwing like loads of affection on you right early in the beginning yeah. to make you feel like it's the place you should be. Yeah. And then removing that love from you and showering it on the next new person that comes along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it plays that love bombing is a, is a, is a really interesting um, psychological tool that it people is, yeah. use. And I'm not, I don't think that a lot of that's done on purpose. I think it's thoughtless actually. 
Um, in my experience, it's like, let's get these new people in, let's get them involved. And the focus is, let's just get people established and in the church and keep the church moving and keep the church going. And you as an individual have to resist, I think, throwing yourself into something mm -hmm. that you don't believe yeah. in, that you can count the cost of. Like, you might join a church plant. Well, it might just not be for you because com coming with church planting comes yeah. like... A little bit of um, pioneering, yeah. it's an adventure, yeah. it's not settled, it's not necessarily yeah. in the place it's always going to be and that might not be right for you. Equally, you might be going to a really established church that's loved by everybody and you might find yourself in a period of time when you can offer a lot of time and energy to yeah. help the establishment, the continued yeah. establishment of yeah. that thing that goes on. Yeah. You might have kids, you might be looking for love, you might be looking for love and go to a church where there's no people of the person kind of person that you want to love yeah. you know in there so you gotta be mindful i think of 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 that and i'm i'm not encouraging transactional relationships i mean i would say i'm encouraging thought and prayer and consideration yeah. to the place that you give your time and money and energy to yeah just to explain transactional relationships because I, I definitely think there are a place for those so transactional relationships are i have a transactional relationship with the cashier at my local petrol station we have pleasantries and we do greetings and it's great. And I pay for my petrol. He says, would you like a receipt? And I, depending, some days I'm feeling a little bit devil may care. And I say, nah, I'm going to live without a receipt. But thanks though. And that's transactional. And that's really, I'm not expecting anything deeper from that relationship. But when it comes to a church, you don't really want a transactional relationship with a church. You want can I share these values? Can right. I make friends? Are they friendly people? Are they people I want to be like? I remember when we joined like Life Church all those years ago, man. It was so like inspirational. Beautiful. Twenty-five-year-old people owning yeah. property. I'd never heard of such oh my a gosh. thing. Like it was people like I'd never blowing. even heard of it. Mm. Haircuts I'd never seen. Um, there was energy, a energy, a confidence, vibrancy. Yeah. It was extremely inspirational environment yeah. and definitely took us outside of our um our our, our um yeah where we were at the time and gave us a lot of uh, hope for mm. what the church could be like and just it's just powerful. So Helped us explore parts of ourselves that we didn't know were there, that maybe sure. were dormant. You oh, know? I remember mm. in my last church, somebody, a couple of people said to me, you're just too much, you're on top, you're just too full on. And I came to Life Church and uh, the leaders at one point said, you need to step it up a bit. You're a little bit, too, a little bit too laid back. We need you to really own this thing. And I was like, wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Like what's one thing in one place right. is one thing in a completely different environment. And think that's sometimes a good sign that you need to be really mm. thinking about. Thinking. What do Being I need a Christian. church to be? Yeah, yeah. 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 Being a thinking Christian, using yeah. that, like, your expertise, your observational skills, your, like, you know, gut instinct on things and asking lots of questions and not just contributing to the cycle of um, doing the things the, old, the way they've always been done. Now, yeah. you might find that you meet a group of people who are really in a church who are really happy to continue for their church to be like that. Mm. I, it's like it's okay for you then to shake hands with that experience and say thank you for all that you've brought Absolutely. me but i need to go somewhere Absolutely. where i can worship freely bring up my family meet the person i might fall in love with or not if you don't yeah, if it's right, not yeah. for you either you know like or um you know the stage of life that you're at it's yeah. okay for you to stack the odds in your favor help you become a transformed follower of jesus yeah. somewhere where you can be a disciple and help other people be disciples as well totally 
there's a few um i think because i'm a teacher of the word i love it and these are things that i think are very very important to what makes a church a church people often said well i can do a church wherever i want and to some degree that's true but there are some things in scripture that teach us look this what's this is what makes a church and so our friends at the free methodist have um, we're a free methodist church at kingdom company that's part we're part of that denomination and so uh, they teach these really sick um things about these health this is these are common values that healthy churches have right okay and um based in scripture okay. so jesus is worshipped as lord uh scripture is taught and honored as truth jesus followers get together regularly for proper friendship and relationship so old school they used to call it fellowship right? fellowship if you, if you remember Love that it. word baptism and communion are honored and practiced like people are saved and baptized sacraments and sacraments are respected um spiritual authority is present credible and active i love that present yeah. credible and active god's mission of making disciples and servant leaders is happening and the presence of the holy spirit is active in the gathering so those are seven tenants or seven sort of little signs that you know those are the things you can be looking for when you're looking for a church of like are these things happening are these things there um i might mm. not like all the sing songs that they sing and i might not like the coffee and the chairs are a bit uncomfortable but are these things here there's likely to be like yeah. a really healthy out outworking of what god's idea for church was all about i'm going to tentatively ask this question because i know that this really okay. for a lot of people and I'm hearing it more and more. I don't know in terms of the numbers, but I'm hearing it more than mm -hmm. I ever have in my life with my friends is, well, I don't, this is my church. I don't need church. Me sitting around a kitchen table with somebody or yep. me hanging out yep. with another believer is church. What do we, what do we mean? I mean, that still is the embodiment of church. But so what you're saying is, is that there's a structure to, there's, 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 there's things that, a form it has a form the church yeah. has a form uh, it, every every organization has a sort of a, a, an understood form and an understood function and you know if you if mm. you if you degenerate or if you deconstruct things it ceases at some point to become the thing it, it used to be right if you if i take my what have i got on slipper <laughs> I deconstruct my slider at some point it ceases it's to be a, a slider it's looking a bit it's fairly deconstructed at this point now. <laughs> The shared sliders. Like the got, shared sliders. The shared sliders of Hooper. <sighs> if I deconstruct this, at some point it yeah. will cease to become a slider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So meeting together in people's homes is a part right, okay. of the function of church. Right. Right. Scripture's dead clear about it in Acts mm. all the way through. Bible says they continue to meet together in each other's homes. Right. Like it's beautiful. But they also Vital. met together in public forums. Right. They also did gatherings together. As a family, and Jesus modelled that. He yeah, went he to the te he went and read the scriptures in the temple courts. Like it was like part of his practice, consistently throughout his life. He returned to that place to speak scripture out loud, to debate, to listen, to learn, and to to have some worship. Actually, yeah. I believe was part yeah, of the right. practice. And I hundred percent empathise. We have been on a journey ourselves right. when we came out of Life Church of not going to church for a bit because yeah. we were figuring out if we were going to plant the church or not and so we visited a lot of other churches it was great it wasn't was it? great it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was great loads of our friends that we've been hoping to see yeah. and see how they were doing and 
what they were doing and what it felt like, yeah. you know, yeah. to be in their worship community. Yeah, and just say, wow, that's great. Or we might, that, we might borrow that idea. What, yeah. what a great idea. But I think the most, imp- and I have a lot of empathy for people mm. who are like, I can't find a place to go just yet. Mm. And I just, there's no blame, no shame uh-huh. or any of that stuff. Mm-mm. But I do, at the same time, it's not a place I would want to stay too long. It's a place that I would, you know, be want to be mm. moving through to get to a community Corinthians and Romans talks like in these new Testament books, one body, many parts is this idea that we all have something to offer that we, we can't get the best out of ourselves, that we're called right. to be part of something that's global as well. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's just a great endeavor mm. to go looking for a church mm-hmm. and find a community that you can find your fit. I would also say, like you have significance and value and yeah, something yeah. that you can add to a place. And so there's a place where you can learn to serve or bring your gift or bring your offering or bring something in service to the community, but also out of respect and reverence for God himself. So I, it's kind of an unpopular idea for yeah, many yeah. people. And I, and I, I have a, I have a lot of empathy for it because, yeah. you know, we've moved on from churches, some of them, which have been, we've moved on because they've been unhealthy. Right. Uh, but, but, um, but Some because the, we've been needed to move on because it was making us unhealthy. Yeah. And at the same time, mm. knowing that there's got to be a place for us. If God's called us to be a part mm. of the body, then he's definitely got a location so, and a specific place for us to be. What? Where is the bigger onus then? Onus, is that yeah, right? Is or word, like yeah. onus on, on the disciple that's going to a church or the person that's leading a church? Both, in it? How can yeah, you... I mean, ha- I say it, but... It's both, in it? Mm. I am responsible for my own spiritual well-being. Right. You're not. You're not responsible for my spiritual well-being. I'm not responsible for your spiritual well-being. Your space. My, my space. <laughs> At the same time. Dirty dancing. Do you know that bit? No. <laughs> Were you doing a dirty dancing quote? Yeah. Never even seen the movie. Your space. My space. I think I got to the place where she, somebody's getting lifted I out of the water. I love that film. And there's something about a watermelon. Oh yeah, she carried a watermelon because she, and she was really embarrassed about it. It's the what's that thing you say? I carried a watermelon. I carried a watermelon because she's so embarrassed because that she goes to this party, this really cool party, and she's like a in her late teens, and she's just the only thing she can think to say is I carried a watermelon. <laughs> she carried a watermelon, so she's really, really embarrassed that that's what she said. But you know, church can be like that. <laughs> Uh, I carried a watermelon. What have I got to bring? Yeah. yeah. And you feel really embarrassed about it. No, listen, it is it's yeah. important. Well, d- dirty dancing aside, I am responsible. For my, so I am responsible to put myself in atmospheres and environments. Right. And some of them, right? I, I mean, some of them might be really unpopular. I, I, I've got a lot from Hillsong conferences. I really Loads. enjoy Hillsong worship. I don't think I would want to go to a Hillsong church at the minute i'm really happy i love the idea of planting right and we're planting and so it's fun but there's lots of cultural things that they do that i really enjoy but there's lots of cultural things that bethel do or there's lots of cultural things that holy trinity or whatever insert famous church here whatever but and there's loads of like of the the liturgical side of the beautiful sacred moments that are created in more established religions actually you know it's it's these things these rituals um, are some of the hallmarks of a good gathering, right. I think. Absolutely. They're not the things that you have to do, the things that you do that yeah. remind you why you're gathering. 
the beautiful rituals of why we do things yep. that are not religion, are they? No, they're, they're sacred. They can be tradition elements. that help you interact mm. with with God Himself. So, but at the end of the day, it's up to me to decide what's what's healthy and to place myself in healthy spaces mm. and places and in relationships. And even in COVID. We've made digital friends who we've never met, who are church yeah. planters, yeah. who have Lots. added incredible value to us as a family and to us as Kingdom Company. So mm. I think it's having a mindset that says, I'm not going to I'm not gonna be in a famine forever or I'm not going to be in mm. a desert experience forever. I'm going to choose and get out and go and see if I can find something that's good and helpful to feed my spirit. It's a, it's a, great, it's a great thing to reach for. It is. You know, a better and brighter future. Absolutely. And it's part of the kingdom is yeah, yeah. is that we do we have aspirations for the advancements of right. God's kingdom, and so there are some things that we ought not to tolerate, and maybe they're too difficult for us yeah. to be involved with. But there is no perfect church, and at the same time, we have to get involved and get. We what did I read yesterday? We pray for the poor, and then we feed the poor yeah, ourselves. Yeah. We pray for God to yeah. deliver the poor from their poverty and then we feed the poor ourselves. We get involved in the extension of God's kingdom yeah. and that requires me to be in healthy relationships, yeah. but also for me to tackle some stuff that probably needs to change in a church. And what if like the reason why you can't find a place might be the very reason you have to start a church Correct. and church plant and yeah. get your, roll your sleeves up and do the thing that you've been throwing stones at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the thing that we've talked about for years. Hard, some, some of us are, you know, critical and stone throwers. Yeah, and yeah. to be honest, we need to get involved in in, in building yeah. some better opportunities. So I used yeah, to say yeah. the reason I started writing songs in church was because I hated the songs we were singing. And I know it yeah. sounds really arrogant and potentially it is. It wouldn't be unlike me to be like that. But <laughs> But it's like... It's a great reason to have a complaint and to say I want to see right. something done better. It's like fantastic. Let's let's go. What do you want to do better? Yeah, yeah, let's we roll. can do it better. Yeah. But we need the combined effort of people who 100%. have had and been through some stuff. Some people who have done the stuff themselves and got it wrong. Like I would hold my hand up to say, like I've not always got it right. Yeah. But I really want to the church that we're a part of to 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 like be flourishing and beautiful and mm. safe. Uh, place for people mm -hmm. to become transformed followers of jesus so here's I'm a question learning. for you what are you most looking forward to doing when you gather again or what are you look most looking forward to when you gather again and what are you most nervous about um i'm really looking forward to the rhythm and routine actually again. Ah, i am interesting like i've loved actually having a break from Sunday <laughs> gatherings I have I've done I've been going to church since I was 11 twice a week I, I'm a go early leave late I've always done always had a team to run always had something to do ah, so right. I've enjoyed the pause but I'm now really missing that routine of being with people that that have right faith. right so I'm really looking forward to being in that environment where people talk things of faith again and see God work in action, not just on paper, not just watching videos about how somebody's life has been mm. changed, but see somebody's face and go, God spoke to you this week. That's amazing. What can I pray for? Can we get in it? I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the sound of God's people together and God's spirit in God's people together. Beautiful. It has its own sound. Yeah, it does, yeah. 
and I, and like I, you just can't get that anywhere else. Nope. There's some things you can't get anywhere but in corporate right. worship together. And by worship, I don't just mean singing. I mean like the act of gathering together. What are you nervous about then? I'm nervous about um, boundaries, people not having boundaries. I'm nervous to know. Yes. I feel a little bit like... Uh, physical be, boundaries you physical mean physical boundaries people touching, doing elbows also trying to like, hug you unnecessarily I'm, I'm like are people gonna do what they say they want to do are they not are they gonna peer pressure am i gonna feel peer pressure into doing yeah. things like i think some of the time i still want to wear a mask i do i like i feel like it's mm. become quite comfortable i still want to use hand gel i still want to have mm. access to those things but i think there's going to be a lot of people that don't and they're yeah. already making me nervous <laughs> Wash your hands, people. You shouldn't be washing your hands before, but don't pass your germs on. Don't come if you've got COVID symptoms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I man, think people 100%. will. I, 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 I'm nervous about that. So you're nervous, nervous about like people taking corporate responsibility. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. We have to teach yeah, that, right? I know. We, and I'm nervous because yeah. I don't want to be the person like doing that either though no i know i don't want to be i'm nervous be. that i might end up put, being put in a role that like i don't want to or i'm not good at so you're not going to be put okay. in a role because so i'm also nervous about um i'm nervous about a lot i'm never oh oh, oh i've got a list. Oh, right, here's oh, here we go here we go here about. we go um i'm nervous about conversation about like having ex what am i going to talk about uh I don't really want to just keep talking about COVID, but it's all we've got in common right now. Mm. So that's going to be really interesting. Like I'm already itching myself. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> Should we change the subject? <laughs> so, but I know oh, those no. things just need doing. They just, we just know you can. <laughs> okay, maybe we should. <gasps> Breathe, Claire. It's going to be fine. So what are you most looking forward to? What are you nervous about? No, I would just make reference to some of the things you said. I think it's very, very important, that civic duty, civic Mm. responsibility. You know, we have got to show people that we're taking this time of our life seriously. COVID is a thing. Community gathering is important. We've got to manage the intersection between those two spaces. Yeah, yeah. And I I think it's obviously it's going to be with us for a long time. And we're going to have to not try and force or manipulate or cow cattle prod people back into spaces they don't be in yeah. so that's you know that's our commitment to be yeah, hybrid yeah. at the same time there's those people who you know want that human interaction yeah, yeah i think we're gonna have to come up with some yeah. way of letting people know look some of you are huggers like identify yourselves some of you <laughs> are like like listen elbows like fine and some of you yeah. um please don't come within six feet of me i think I think that's got to yeah. be a, a shared understanding. Absolutely. And so even when we gather in this Sunday, I need to probably say something humorous, like, um, but put a boundary in place for people. And, and also for the over-anxious, I feel like I'm probably being over-anxious. I don't know how I measure that's whether okay. I'm being over-anxious right. or not. I do need something confident, and I think we are going to need some confident leadership yes. to help that transitional moment yes. from what was, yes. what is, what will be. Yes. That's really super important. Yes. A safe guide, a safe pathway, you know, wayfinding through this onto what comes next. Yep. So, yeah, like that needs some, it needs some thought, probably not some, I overthink things often. So maybe somebody who's just happy to make what you are, you're, you're probably going to make a lot of decisions. That I'm <laughs> no, I'll be, we'll be consultative, but yes. like at some yeah. point you have to say, all right, we've some prayed, we've thought, mm. We've done our best. Yeah. Let's let's roll. 
And, I'm really uh, looking forward to seeing yeah. some new people come to faith. Oh, that's amazing. Right? I can't wait. And even just new faces has yeah, been great. Yeah, new we've faces, met, new friendships. We've met once, we had mm. some new people, and then we, we've been yeah. Eventbrite booking. I mean, this is we're filming yeah. this in july uh 2021 so we're doing event back bookings for the yeah. for the summer and it's been great to see um new faces and people right, do want to so gather good. people do want to come and people do want to get involved i do and, i yeah, do i yeah, do want I to do. Let's get okay it. but i do think again like we were talking about in the leadership podcast is it's important to appreciate other people's perspectives and yeah. point of views points of view and the, the pandemic and the lockdown have exposed <clears throat> us all to very unusual and difficult choices mm. of personal safety that we've all had to make so you know i don't I, i've definitely learned man there's a lot yeah. of people who've got some really good points of view here actually do you know what we need to try and embrace as many of these as we can and still move safely into the future right so uh what do you think will change post lockdown and post pandemic by which i mean you know what's going to change maybe mm. church wide um, and church behaviours or rhythms or have you got any uh, inkling about that? Oh gosh, that? like it's totally made up. Like as in I've got no science. It's totally speculative, totally my but you've POV. you've been in church leadership for a long time. True. So, and you know, so True. let's, let's, let's caveat, you know, you, you're not going to start talking about Area 59 or anything, are you? No. You, no. Okay. Do you know what Area 59 no. is? Okay. <laughs> I just got you back for your, uh, I just got you back for your dirty dancing quote. So. You're not going to start talking about aliens no, and UFOs. No, so. my phone's just, I need to get rid of that. It was just distracting me. My phone was going. Okay, so what do you think might be different? I think um, I think people's behaviour has already shown us that they are not, um, like, weekly attendance, throwing their lot in to serve, volunteer all the hours that they have. I think that's already changed. Right. So I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to find ourselves with a volunteer army or do whatever <laughs> we want them to do, whatever we want them to do it. I think if things are going to be simpler. I think there's going to be a desire for simpler. I think there's, there, there already is a straightforward, what is this? What am I coming to? Why yes. am I here? Why am I bringing my time? Yes. Why are you, what is going to be the best use of my time? And I've been reading this. I'm not all the way through it, so I, I can't vouch for it completely, but this is called The Art of Gathering Priya Parker. I've listened to quite, oh, this one, sorry. I, the Art of Gathering Priya Parker. I've been like really appreciating how we meet and why it matters. Show it up again. How we meet and Go why back. it matters. <laughs> and, uh, really is like um you know gathering on purpose gathering on purpose is about she talks about the specificity of it the specificity the, the specific spec spec what but how to say that <laughs> the specificity that uniqueness why is this gathering different right. than other gatherings what is it other gatherings are not why should i give my time to this right being clear in the reason why Brilliant. we gather a disputable purpose what is the purpose for i think we're going to be looking at you know people are going to, I, I do think this is a very culturally relevant section i've heard about it through brené brown and the work of the the research company that brené brown's got yep. they're doing a lot of research on gathering right. on the deconstruction of it being centralized smaller gatherings right. with purpose on purpose and why everything needs a why and so i think this is early, but I do think people are going to want to know why they're coming out of their house. Look, we watched, what movie, movie did we watch last weekend? We've never done that before. Black Widow. Black Widow. We watched it at home. Yeah. 
We did not go to the cinema. No. We did not have to. We did not have to leave our house. Cheaper than a cinema. Sat in our living room. Why would we leave our house to go to the cinema now? Um, uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Right, exactly. Why would we? Why would we? So why would we go to the... I was genuinely trying to think of a... Yeah, reason. Seats are marginally comfier. It's an experience. It's an an immersive experience. Is it enough of an immersive experience for me... To, to leave want my to house. spend 50 quid and leave my house. Right. Or spend 20 quid and watch it at home. Now, church is not spectator. No, no. So it's not a consumer. I shouldn't be going with a consumer mindset. I really want to, we really want to continue to try and build into our culture a stakeholder mindset. Stakeholder mindset. Like it's ours. Yes. We're in this together. In the words the Christian- of the Glee musical. <laughs> True. You sing church. <laughs> We're all in this together. Do, 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 And you know it. <laughs> but, um, like, that's that's it. But but you, how you do that is making sure that the reason why you're gathering, oh, this is what I'm learning, this is what this art of gathering is teaching me, yeah. this is what my experience is, that we've got to be very purposeful and and and. Give people an immersive experience, not an entertainment experience. Brilliant. Oof. I think what you're hitting on there, the art of gathering by, what's she called? Priya, Priya Parker. Priya Parker. Yeah. And we've done some teaching on it yeah. with our launch team about mm. hospitality. Sure. Henri Nuon mm. says that hospitality, true hospitality is not to try yeah. and change people, but to try and offer them a space in which change can take place. And I think churches need to be the space where change can take place. You did some teaching on hospitality from... Uh, Absolutely. Uh, it was great. Jesus, you said Jesus modeled a hospitable lifestyle. Yeah. It wasn't always yeah. about making food, serving coffee, etc. It was more about the way he treated others with thoughtfulness and dignity. So maybe what we need is a resurgence in hospitality in church, not about coffee and cakes and things like that, but about thoughtfulness, about dignity and about spaces, offering people spaces in which they can change in a way that is comfortable or um, helpful for them. And, you know, Jesus is, you're so much in the New Testament about Jesus' stories and the art of hospitality. True hospitality, I believe, is how you feel when you leave somewhere, not how you feel about the host. Oh. Sometimes you like you think, oh my gosh, they're such a wonderful host. Aren't they amazing? They throw on this big party, this big spread. I would argue that's not hospitality, that's good event management. Good hospitality is how do you feel? How, what have you experienced? What have you been able to learn? Mm. How do you remember how you felt when you leave that space, That's which great. is a life change taking space? But Jesus' first miracle was a, was a hospitality miracle. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think that was his first miracle. It's the one we've got recorded the first. First recorded miracle. First recorded miracle. <laughs> There's no way Jesus' mother said to him, do something. If she hadn't already seen him do something, well, I don't think so. Well, do you think? No, I- I'll carry on with Okay, like that's a bold statement because we haven't got it written down. I've it's totally again. <laughs> but Jesus' mother's like, Jesus, it's time. And, it, you know, these people, there's wine running out. He's a, he's a guest at a wedding. She turns to him and goes, you could do something about this. And he's like, okay. So he's, he's, he's drawn to 
change things for people because because of the ask because people were uncomfortable in the party that they were in and he oh my gosh the, the, the beautiful metaphors that are in that mm. he takes these ceremonial washing jars mm. that are empty they're not wine pots they're not they weren't for wine they were things that you put um correct me if i'm wrong anybody out there who's scholarly in the Jewish traditions, but these these ceremonial washing pots were where people went to wash their hands to say, like, you know, I've done something wrong. Right. So when you went to these pots, the reason why you were there, people knew you'd done something wrong. So they were pretty shameful, actually. But he fills the, he says, fill them with water, but I'm not going to turn it into something shameful. I'm going to turn that thing into something to celebrate. Powerful. So he turns it into wine, and then these huge pots get filled with wine, yeah. and it's the best wine, and they have the best time. And it's a great story to read if you have some more context. I'm sure there's way more levels yeah. and layers of context on it a than that. A good commentary will sort you out. But a you, good commentary. You it there. I think you're absolutely right. So Jesus is... Is, is is bringing, you know, he's thinking about hospitality in the way that he's thinking about the guests. What yeah. would put them at ease now? Yeah. What would turn about, what would what, what would have perhaps been shameful, awkward, difficult? How can I turn that into something that is to be celebrated, make you have a, you know, um, have a good experience, immersive experience? I just think it's a really interesting that there's something in that. Jesus didn't do things no reason. Yeah. I think there's something in the fact that his first it, recording miracle was hospitality. And that he used, that he improvised. And that it, he, he improvised. And that he used, yeah. it, used something that was potentially a a, a, a negative, yeah. sort of shameful yeah, yeah. ornament, if yeah. you like, or thing in order to pour out, you know, some favour and some love on some people who needed it. It's very cool. Beautiful. Good hospitality can be evidenced by how good you feel when you leave not how great you feel about the host. So let's flip this for church. Good hospitality can be evidenced by how good people feel when they leave your church, not how great you feel about the church service itself. C.S. Lewis says, the best church service should be almost unnoticeable because people will be so consumed by the presence and the purpose of God. Like the vehicle from which it was delivered, people haven't even noticed. And that'd be amazing. Right. Like, I don't even, I didn't even notice how many songs they did. I don't care what the coffee was like. Yeah. There was something about in that environment, in that space, at that show, shoe forth the <laughs> glory of, I know, it's probably New King James there. Is that like an actual shoe forth? Yeah. Shoe? S-H-E-W. Shoe, that's it's a real word. King James, babe. You're going to fact talking. check me. I'm going to fact check you, but I'm I like, don't even know shoe, why I went King James. Um, shoe, shoe forth. Define, define shoe. shoe. Put shoe forth in. Look at face. Watch face. Close up, please. Define, define shoe. Shoe S-H-E. forth. Shoe forth. S-H-E-W. Yeah, shoe forth. Forth. Never heard that before. I know. I thought you were totally making that up. Does it actually <laughs> know? It doesn't actually come from the Greek. What am I on? Sorry. Let me try that again. You can keep talking amongst yourselves. If you want. No, Find anyway, it just means to show forth. That shoe forth. It's like a it's like a it's like a past tense, I believe. Super nerdy. What does shoe forth mean in the Bible? Yeah. Here we go. It means to recount or declare. So there you go. So I could have just used the word declare then. <laughs> How old am I? Shoe forth. Yeah, you're welcome. There's some words that have just, they've gone, haven't they? From the English I don't language. know where it came from. Like, like, that is like... I don't know what happened. Go back to where you were. No, that's like 1609 or something. <laughs> anyway, so 
the the service declares the glory of right, God. Okay. The service, the church meeting, Boom. the togetherness declares the goodness, the attributes yeah. of who God is. Right? Yeah. What songs do we sing? I'm the not man. even bothered. Not bothered. Yeah, the, yeah. Did they? Did they all add? Did the whole atmosphere add right. to the declaring yeah, yeah. of the goodness of God, the community of God? Brilliant. Then that to me is. The churches that we need to see in the future, the church we want yeah, to be yeah. as you encountered God, you encountered the people of God, yeah. you encountered the love of God, the presence of God, the hospitality yeah. of God, the grace of God. Can I define its purpose enough for it to become transformative? Right. So can I define the purpose of the weekly gathering enough so that people are transformed disciples of Jesus that then can go on and transform other others, there we followers? Go. You know, we've solved is... it. There's no more to say. We're done. That we've we've solved that. It problem. is a lot of discussion, doesn't it? <laughs> Does somebody want to help? Do you want to join our church to help us? <laughs> yeah. These are high, high, um, high ideals, aren't they? But yeah, they're, they are. they're worth pursuing. Eh? I think so. And I think, you know, the always like without Jesus being completely in our midst yeah. until we this side of uh, excuse me, what do you this mean, midst? side What's of midst. Hang on a minute. Midst. Midst in Can you just Google it please? It's unbelievably old that word and I define just feel define like midst. You're just alienating some of our midst. listeners with your old spell. old words. Like you, like what do you mean? <laughs> I I did in the middle of. In the yeah. midst of. Uh, in the middle of. So just say middle, yeah? There's no need to be it's just, archaic. It's nice it's a nice like dramatic What do you mean there's no way <laughs> You just use shoe forth? <laughs> I can't believe At least it. midst is still in like modern day language. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I like that purposeful gathering, purposeful meeting points, <sighs> and then the purposeful giving people being upfront about the reason we do the Woo! things we do. Yep. This is what it's for. So, like, this is why we do it. This is what it's for. Come. Oh, this is why we do it. So this is why you don't need to come. You know, like for some meetings in church, we want everybody there because we want the numbers. Like, ooh, we want, you know, bums on seats. We want big numbers. We want a good photo. We want a good shot. But there's a beautiful, <laughs> do I need to be at everything that yeah. my church does? Yeah. Well, it let's define the purpose and that will decide whether you as an individual need to give your yeah, time yeah, to yeah. that. We're all in this body, church. We're members of something yeah. that we go to, whether you choose to be a member of Kingdom Company or somewhere else. Other churches are available. Other churches are available and probably better for some people. Not yeah. probably, definitely better for <laughs> some people. But um, but are we, what, yeah, like, as in, can we at least have those discussions, table those discussions, yeah. be open-handed with our reasons and our methods and Let's, do, let's, let's see if we can do it. better. Let's see if we can do better together. So church gatherings still matter. Right. How you can find a church. We've yeah. got all kinds of good stuff uh, on the channel about that. We've got short versions of that. We've got longer versions of that. And we're always up for a discussion. Leave your comments in the comment section. Right. Subscribe and like. Check out our other videos. It would be brilliant. Um, thanks for that, babe. Thank and you too. I'm now going to watch... Well, I'm not going to watch Dirty Dancing. I'm going to try and find some sort of summary of it because okay. it's got Patrick Swayze in it. Yeah, it's a great And movie. it's a dancing movie. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think you'd like I it. I don't think I will. I don't know why you even bother like... Because maybe... I'm... Yeah. I, I feel like I ought to now. <laughs> I feel like I should. And you can go and shoe forth. Shoe forth. Right then. Shoe forth in the midst of everybody. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Bye.